Yes. Skip happens. Skip happens. Skip happens. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. My name's Skip Clark, Skip Happens podcast host, along with Skip Happens podcast co-host, Deb Lamphere, president and founder of the official country music fan club. This is the podcast that will bring you the stories. We will interview the incredible up-and-coming artists out of Music City. Also, we chat with the big stars, and we talk about their journey to stardom. We also love talking to entrepreneurs. Not only that, it's people like you and I. That's all. And just remember, Skip happens. So get over it. Let's get right to the podcast. <laughs> we try to get over it, but sometimes it's a pretty big hurdle. But uh, we make it happen one way or another. Hello, everybody. It's Skip Clark, as you heard, along with Deb Lamphere. Uh, president and founder of the official Country Music Fan Club. Tonight, we have uh, a gentleman by the name of Shane Owens. And let me tell you a little bit about Shane, though. He makes traditional country music for the modern world. He's going to know I stole this off the web. Um, timeless and timely. It's a classic sound with a contemporary edge driven forward by a mix of Southern storytelling. Check this out. The Bible Belt twang and his big, booming baritone voice. <laughs> There it is. Shane Owens, how are you, bud? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. I hope y'all doing well. We're doing well, and it's so good to see you again. I think last time Deb and I may have seen you, it was in uh, Nashville back uh, back last February. Uh, way back when. Yeah, way back when <laughs> we travel and when we didn't mm -hmm. worry about anything. But it's good, so good to see you, my friend. Um, Shane, where are you right now? Describe your surroundings a little bit. I'm in a little... little um, a beautiful vintage room downtown Geneva, Alabama, about 10 miles from my hometown, which is Sapson, Alabama. Uh -huh. uh, we have a Facebook live show here every Thursday night. And the place is just beautiful, man. They have proms here and weddings and all different kind of kind of events. And, and uh, it's just a beautiful venue. And it belongs to a couple of friends of mine. And they're so sweet to let us come and, and, and set up and do what we want to do. So uh, we're right downtown, uh, right? We're about, we're in Geneva, Alabama. Five minutes from the river, so you know it makes a country boy happy. <laughs> oh, What's the name of the venue again? It's called the Vintage Room, downtown Geneva, Alabama. I love the it. Vintage Room. They must have a whole wine room. I'm thinking. Man, it's unbelievable. You guys are going to have to come to Alabama. And let me take you on a tour. They got an outdoor venue. It's huge. Uh, four or five hundred people can get out there. They have shows here. Uh, we've done some shows here. We're doing a Christmas show here Thursday night uh, for the community. I'm uh, looking forward to doing that and absolutely looking forward to getting out playing some live music. Oh my mm. goodness. Yeah, we bet. Um, We're a little jealous. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, so they're letting you do shows and all that. You can still get out a little bit. Um, but how is all that working with the obvious that's going on? Well, you know, you got, we, we've all got to do uh, a, a buy by the rules, wear a mask, sanitize, uh, try to stay six feet apart. Uh, you know, and it's just like we were talking earlier. It's, it's hard on us all. 2020 has been a bad year for everybody. Uh, but I think one thing that's going to get us through it is we've got to all stay together, stick together. We've got to lean on one another, respect one another more, love one another more, and just be kind. And I think 2021 is going to be a better year for us. Well, we got the vaccine coming. We know that. Um, you know, it seems like they did it in a hurry. and But I think they've... The, all the scientists and the researchers have done a great job. I mean, all those in our government, uh, whether you agree or disagree, they've all come together to kind of get this vaccine moving in the right direction to get us 
so to speak, back on our feet and moving ahead. And so artists like you can get out and do your thing. And people like Deb and I and our friends and listeners, we can get out and enjoy the show. So Absolutely. Like I said, it's been hard on us all. My wife is a supervisor at a hospital. So oh, my Lord. I've been working just endless hours, bless her heart. And all our, our, our first responders and everybody on the front lines, our world leaders, uh, we know we owe them a great debt of gratitude and they're doing the best they can. So we've got to be patient and just uh, do what we're told. And, and, you know, I stress that all the time. We just got to love one another more. And I, I'm, I'm so excited about uh, what 2021 holds for us. We're already filling the calendar back up and hopefully we'll be able to get out there and see our fans. We miss them. So what, how, what, what has been going on with you though, since this pandemic set in, I know it was right after CRS, it was like early March and, uh, Bam, everything came to a standstill. And so describe what you've been doing. What what's what has Shane Owens been up to? Well, we've been writing a lot. Uh, uh, you know, just taking us downtime. I love to hunt and fish. It's deer season down here. So um, if I'm not doing interviews or, or writing or anything like that, I'm in the woods. I love I'm an avid deer hunter. Uh, both of my sons are avid deer hunters. I get to spend a little time with them uh, through this period and just uh uh, you know, we were talking off air a while ago. It's just hard being away from everybody, family, man. You just can't, you know, it's, it's hard to believe. We we can't go and, and see mama when you want to and this, that, and the other. And if you got family like in the hospital and different things like that, it's just been tough on us all. But I'm, I'm trying to stay sanitized and, 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 and uh, practice what, what everybody's preaching and just stay safe and, and write songs. And I count my blessings every day. You know, I've had a wonderful career. Uh, we were we were right in the uh, thick of things last year. We've had you know six or seven top forty hits. Mm-hmm. We're number thirty four on the charts for my new single. So I mean we've been blessed, man. I, I can't argue. Uh, I don't have anything to fuss about. We've been blessed. Mm-hmm. No, you've you've uh, been doing fantastic. Looking at Spotify, you've got some of like over five hundred and ninety thousand streams on one of your songs, and four hundred and seventy something thousand on another. I just think that is awesome. It is, you know, like I said, I can't, I can't stress enough how blessed we've been. And it's, it's, uh, it's hard not to be able to tour. So I tell everybody, it's kind of like taking a piece of candy from a baby and watching them cry. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to, want to get back out there, but I mean, we just got to, uh, uh, just be patient and, uh, we're, we're writing a lot and, and, uh, you know, we do this Facebook live thing. We can get everybody virtually. So can, we can at least, uh, behind the camera entertain our friends and fans. We've been, so so blessed to have so many fans all over the United States. Uh, we have people from Slovakia, Australia, Canada tune in on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll sit there. We'll go from seven to eight for an hour. We take requests. Uh, we do a lot of the hits I've had on the radio, and I love uh, Keith Whitley and Randy Travis and Vern and, and uh, Haggard and Jones. So we throw some of that stuff in there, and uh, every now and then we'll throw a gospel tune in there. Old classic. Love it. Love it. Oh. You know, I saw a uh, picture on social media of you and the late Charlie Craig, and um, I, I believe you posted it. Um, how long ago was that? Well, you know, my second time on the Opry, Charlie was there that night. Uh-huh. Uh, I've done uh, several things with Charlie in Nashville. We we always would. Uh, he was always just one of the greatest sweet beings I've ever. Seen. Uh, for somebody like that, of his legendary status, to always walk in the room and always speak, he always called me by my first name. He never forgot who I was or anybody in the room. He could tell you who the name was. Uh, he's one of those artists we'll, we'll sadly miss, and one of those artists that that'll, that'll ne- there'll never be another Charlie Pride. And yeah. uh, I got the opportunity to 
uh, hang out with him on six or seven, eight different occasions. But the night we played the Opry and he was there, he just uh, he kind of just uh, took me under his wing and showed me his appreciation for me being a traditional country artist because he's one of the best I'll ever be. Yeah, absolutely. And him setting the standard for, you know, beginning, uh, you know, the old story is when he first started. And um, I remember a consultant telling me this, that Charlie was so good. But then the record label was like, we can't put your picture on the cover of the album. And they were like, why can't you put my picture? Or he was like, why can't you put my picture on the cover of the album? And they said, because you're black and it won't sell. That is so foolish and so crazy. And look what happened. I mean, it just he took off and we talked to uh deb and i chatted with jimmy allen about this uh just a couple of weeks ago or maybe it was even just last week and it was just amazing how charlie you know took that and just went with it and really just made history and set the standard for these artists it doesn't matter if you're black or white you've got great great country music doesn't matter at all it's just fabulous well you know charlie had to go through a lot of obstacles i didn't have to yeah. go through a lot of artists didn't have to go through you know he uh he was a uh, once-in-a-lifetime artist. Uh, like I said, every time uh, we were at a venue or, or playing uh, somewhere together or running into each other, he'd, he would always go out of his way to speak to me. I'll always cherish that memory. Uh, that picture was taken last year at the Opry. Oh, and, wow. you know, he was still singing better than he ever has. He's just one of those entertainers that, to, to, to first of all, to live as long as he did and was still doing what he loved to do mm -hmm. as much as he loved to do it is a, is a blessing and just – we miss him so much, man. My my heart uh, hurts on account of losing Charlie. Absolutely, yeah. there's a day that goes by right now where I don't think about it. Just you know, I do the radio side of things, and uh, it's just like, wow, he really set the standard for a lot of the music that we're listening to today. Yeah, yeah. and, and we were really fortunate. Sadly, we've lost too many here lately. Our legends, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Troy Gentry, Don Williams. Mm -hmm. We were on tour out there in South Dakota when those two passed away, and we've lost. Uh, Kenny Rogers this year. So many traditional country artists. They're the last of a dying breed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Legends, man. They'll always be there in our hearts and mm -hmm. always think of them when we listen to the radio and, you know, we yeah. I music on the radio and, and now that you've talked about it and every time I play a Shane Owens tune, it's going to be like, yeah, I remember him talking to me about Charlie and being on that stage at the Opry and it was just, just as recent as last year. So fabulous man let's talk about you a little bit though let's talk about your music uh how do you come up uh with the songs that you write your ideas let's just get right into it uh, tell us about all that well you know man i think one thing about traditional country music we've got the most famous fans in the universe uh you know uh i write songs about ideas i get on a daily basis whether it's somebody i know that's hurting uh going through a bad relationship uh or anything real life you know i think that's one thing about country music is everybody can relate to what we're writing out of nashville and the songs that are coming out of nashville because everybody lives it. uh you know the new singles called everybody dies but not everybody lives uh we've already charted like i said number 34 on the charts music row and we want to thank everybody in nashville at music row and you guys for what you do uh, because without you guys out there uh we we couldn't be the artist you guys make us who we are but that song you know uh there's so many little things we take for granted in life where none of us are ever promised tomorrow. And, uh, you know, uh, I didn't particularly have a hand in writing that song, but that's another, another aspect of this business where I've been blessed. I've got some of the biggest songwriters in Nashville I've established relationships with. And we're talking about people like Galen Griffin, Bruce Perch, uh, Jeffrey Steele, Greg Barnhill. They've wrote monster hits 
from everybody from Aaron Tippin to Tim McGraw and on down the line. So when you've got that that type of people believing in what you're doing and and those those type of people sending me songs, uh, I love to write. But hey, man, <laughs> you got number one songwriters pitching you songs, yes. you want to pay attention. Mm -hmm. I uh, I can remember the Jeffrey Steele. I've been a fan of Jeffrey since like Boy Howdy when he he had the, his uh, group Boy Howdy, and I think we actually had him here in the Northeast in Syracuse. That's where we are um, for a show here way back in the day. And he was playing. It was his band Boy Howdy, and I'm trying to think of the name of the song. I can't, but I knew he was also a big songwriter, and he has written for so many, like you say. So. Yeah, you know, the first time I met Jeffrey, we were playing a little honky tonk in Dothan, Alabama. We actually opened up for Jeffrey. I really didn't know who Jeffrey still was at the time. I'd heard he was a great songwriter, but I didn't know him personally. He came in there and just blew, blew the roof off the place, man. And he was just sitting there with his acoustic show. And he sung a song called 19 I went in recorded. And uh, it's a military song. Several people have recorded it since then. But I recorded it first in 2006, had a radio hit with it. And he's just one of those guys that uh, he, he's a song's best friend. Wow. Oh, I thought Dad was going to say it. it was like. Oh that. no, I thought you were going. No, nope, I didn't want to. That was that awkward silence that <laughs> happens every well, once. In a while. But no, go ahead. No, the funny thing is, I probably almost interrupted you at least five times. So the one time I didn't interrupt you, I just wasn't ready to talk. <laughs> it's hard. No, but, no, go ahead. No, I say what an honor and a privilege to be working with songwriters of that caliber. And you're just right in there with them. And it just goes to show how valuable your your uh, talents are to them just as much as you feel they are to you. I mean, they they pick to work with you. That's a huge accomplishment. Absolutely. Oh, compliment, compliment. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Absolutely. And like I say, I can't tell you how how uh, how lucky and, and blessed we've been to have people like Galen and so many different songwriters and even Randy, you know, uh, I grew up idolizing Randy Travis when I was in high school. If you'd have told me that he was going to produce my last record and uh, when I made my opera debut, I was going to bring him out on the stage, I probably would have said, man, that's one of the craziest things I've ever heard, but I'm living proof if you uh, uh, just dream big, man, and, and it'll happen. You know? Wow. Just amazing. It, amazing. So um, the songwriting sessions that we, we've been we're talking about the songwriting here a little bit, but have you been doing them like over Zoom or how is all that working for you? Or do you guys go on like a conference call uh, without Zoom or how do you do that, Shane? We, we haven't wrote on Zoom yet, but we're talking about doing that. I was talking to Galen and David and uh, he plays yeah. bass in my band. Uh, my bass player is actually... Uh, 30 minutes down the road here. He grew up in Alabama as well, so me and him can get together when we want to and write. But uh, it's funny you just said that about the Zoom thing because we were just talking about that uh, last week and our management team said, you guys need to get together and write. Uh, everybody's doing it on the Zoom now. And, uh, you know, uh, thank goodness for all this uh, social media and, and, and uh, virtual stuff that we can get on there and do that, you know. Otherwise, we couldn't do it, but. We're gonna we're gonna start Zoom writing probably in the next couple of weeks and see how that goes. Now, well, isn't that funny? Because a lot of artists have been doing a lot of Zoom writing, and it's it's really not their favorite thing to do, but it is what they have to be offered to them right now. So, you're just starting. You've been writing on the non-Zoom, the non-Zoom ways. So, 
you know, we 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 <laughs> we ride. Uh, I'm gonna call this the old school way. We ride on a. Uh, you remember when Granny had the party line? Now we got the yeah, uh, the, the, uh, FaceTime and all that good stuff now. Mm -hmm. We've done a lot of writing over the phone here lately too. Or I'll come up with an idea or a hook for a song, and I'll send it to Galen. Galen will send it back to David, or we'll send it to somebody else in Nashville, and everybody put their heads together. And when we've all got what we want to write down. Uh, we all put it together and sometimes it's a hit not always but sometimes it's a hit. lately it's been a lot of good hits uh, this this new record we've got called thankful for country music uh, i tell everybody i won't never i don't think i'll ever be able to top this one we've got seven songs on there and every one of them could be singles when did you start actually playing playing the guitar singing when did you how did you start like when you were just four or five years old or was it a little bit later in your teen years or when when did all that happen well it was a little bit later my first love was football and baseball i left yeah. before sport um that was my first love uh but like my like i told you my grandmother was one of my biggest influences she was a, a great singer and, and uh, she played piano in church uh, we grew up in gospel singing gospel music in church just like a lot of other country artists do a lot of simulators right there in the music and a lot of other country artists have a gospel music background so um, we sung in the choir when we were we were small and up through our teenage years but i didn't really take interest in wanting to be a country music singer until after i graduated high school and uh, seen that the football and the baseball wasn't going to be a career choice for me uh, mm -hmm. professionally and uh, yeah. i had a good high school and all but i, I knew that wasn't going to be the a path for me to take and i started taking guitar lessons had a few a few people hear me live and had a I got kind of lucky I had a, a venue down here in Dothan Alabama a place called Cowboys one of the biggest honky tonks in the, in the United States yeah okay. you got to go right by to get to Panama City so Panama City made us famous and because uh, <laughs> everybody likes to go to the beach but I had a, a house band gig there for two or three years so I really learned how to work a crowd entertain a crowd and had a lot of had a uh, you know a great fan base to start off with, I kind of tell everybody I got spoiled, you know, because a lot of artists don't get that opportunity. I need to um, change the subject. What's the uh, weather like there right now? Well, the weather today is kind of, it's been kind of overcast around 55, 60, not too bad. All right. Now, okay. Last week we got down in the 20s. Oh, really? no. Oh, no. You know, it, uh, it was 23 here just a little while ago. So just saying. Well, you know, to, you're going to do an outdoor concert, so hopefully you won't have that 23 degrees on Thursday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're saying it's 55, 60. Is that a little bit cool for this time of the year for there? Well, you know, we live right now close to the Gulf, man. It's always hot and humid. We get a lot of humidity down here. Yeah. Uh, but for this time of year, it's a little bit warm. You know, it's uh, yeah. one week it'll be in the 20s, the next week it'll be in the 60s. Uh, and I guess that's what keeps all the doctors busy. You never know what it's going to be like here. <laughs> well, I guess it's, well, we got four <laughs> seasons and, uh, sometimes just a little bit harder than like the winter, like they're predicting a major storm in the Northeast for, uh, what, uh, tomorrow. I, I want to say it's tomorrow night and Thursday morning. I don't know if mm -hmm. you've been watching the news, you'd see it on there. It's crazy. They're saying maybe like a foot of snow. Heavy yeah, weather. but not for us. Not, I, we're, we might only get six or eight inches. So, yeah, that's it. Great. What's that? We were up there in the Nor'easter two years ago when we got snowed in three 
four foot of snow in New York with no power. No that, way. Where were you? Radio tour? On a radio tour. I was so great. I wanted to go home so bad. <laughs> because I want to say we did a radio show. I'm trying to think when that was. You and we did it um, at, a, at a bar, of course. Um, and your guitar player was Toby's guitar player, I believe. Bitch Eckhart, yes. Yes, yes, That that's it. And um, I'm trying to think when that was, if that was during that time when, I don't know, we had all that snow. If that, that was part of the radio tour. Did we have you come back at another time? I don't know. I don't I don't recall. But I think it was the same year. We were all over the place that year. And yep. we, we had a great time that night. But I remember when me and uh, Rich left there, we had a rental car. Yes. And we were on a radio tour and uh, we got that rental car. We had the, like a six hour drive and we barely made it into where we were getting. And uh, he turned that car around on the road and all that snow. And I said, man, this might be the last ride. <laughs> <laughs> you know, experience. But once you do it, hey, you know, I mean, we drive in it every day, but uh, mm -hmm. what it is. So, uh, all right. So I switched up the subject here a little bit, but we need to get back on the right track. So we're talking about music. We're talking about 2021, which is right around the corner. Um, so what are you looking looking at in 2021? You said you, you've already been booking some shows and um, you probably you've got some singles ready, maybe in line. Uh, you know, we're working on one right now and then hopefully one after that. And uh, hopefully you continue to grow and tell us about uh, the year to come. Well, you know, we, we want to get back on the road as soon as we can. The band's hungry. I'm hungry. All artists are, across the globe are hungry to get back out there. The fans are hungry. It's just, uh, like I said, it's just been tough on us all. But we've got plenty of singles left on this record. Uh, everything we've put out so far has went top 40, top 30. Uh, ho hopefully this one will be inside the top 20 in a couple of weeks. We're getting excited about that. It's one of the fastest rising singles I've ever had. And, you know, I owe it all to people like you that believe in what we're doing, the band, uh, everybody behind the scenes, my record label, my management, uh, my tour manager, uh, everybody at Country Radio and, and all our friends and fans all across the globe. I just uh, I'm so fortunate and blessed. But we hope 2021 uh, our main goal is to fill that calendar up, get on that bus, go out there, play our music and uh, help bring some joy to everybody. It's been a, it's been a rough year. We want to brighten everybody's faces up. You know, there's going to be so many that are, are willing and waiting. They just can't wait to step out and get to a show. It's going to be crazy. You know, it's going to be crazy in a good way. And mm -hmm. uh, we're all itching to get out. <laughs> all are. Very we'll much. be trampling each other just to get into the venue. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know. It's just, it just every, we talk about it, and then I start to flash back, just thinking about everything oh. we've been just like now up to this point it's just crazy you know like we mentioned before not being able to see family and not being able to do certain things we we thanksgiving you know it was a completely different thanksgiving than than it's ever been and now with christmas what uh just less than two weeks away it's crazy it's crazy so, it right? is crazy it is crazy but like uh you know i want to reiterate this and all of us americans as human beings as brothers and sisters We've got to love each other more. We've got to uh, lean on one another. We've got to learn to uh, be there for one another. You know, there's a lot of things in this life we take. And uh, I think mu music is one of the greatest gifts that the good Lord ever gave us. I think it soothes the soul. Uh, you know, it picks everybody up if you're having a bad day without what I do. 
So we need to uh, just be thankful for the blessings that have been put upon us. And let's all get together and love one another and make 2021 a better place to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, where can uh, our viewers and our listeners uh, get a hold of your music? You have to go to the website, which is Shane Owens Country Music.com. That's Shane Owens Country Music.com. I, I like that. <laughs> and uh, check out the dates. Maybe we'll be adding some stuff. Uh, go on the uh, merchandise online store there. Check everything out. And uh, wow. my label does a wonderful job of running that. Uh, website for us and if you want to uh, check us out on facebook go to shane owens country on the facebook and uh we'll be doing we'll be going live thursday night from this christmas show uh we're going to be doing a lot of old classic christmas songs and if you want to tune in from seven to eight central time uh we're writing that down yep so it'll be eight to nine hour time in the east coast which makes sense invite everybody if you love good christmas songs and country music uh you Sit back, uh, get the popcorn ready and the sweet tea, and uh, lean in a recliner, and we'll put on a show. I don't know if it does. I love that. That's such a that's a that's a very southern thing to have is that sweet tea, and I immediately go to the Billy Carrington song. Um, I don't know why, <laughs> but um, I was going to ask. You said that was a Facebook Live event, right? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure we will. Uh, yeah, Deb will uh, send that out to all her members of the uh, the fan club, which is pretty mm -hmm. cool. It, we we share everything that we find out. We share online. Uh, mm -hmm. Deb does with the with the official country music fan club. So you know, even if you just get one more fan out of it, it it's always one fan at a time, and it builds. Mm -hmm. And pretty soon, bam! There you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh man! So tell us a little bit about your band. You said your bass player lives right up the road from you. Yeah, he grew up in Alabama, but you know I've had uh, used so many musicians out of Nashville. Uh, used Toby's band there for almost a year. Toby mm -hmm. Keith, Rich Dink, and uh, all those guys are uh, some of the best musicians on the planet. And uh, Nashville, there's a reason they call it Music City. Everybody there knows how to play. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the reason a hundred people a day move there. You probably got a hundred people moving out, moving in, and two hundred moving out brokenhearted. But you know, uh, that's yep. why I'm so fortunate, man, to have everybody believe in what we're doing. And uh, I'm just proud to be a traditional country artist. And if you hear Shane Owens record, uh, you're going to know I grew up listening to George Strait and Alan Jackson and Keith mm -hmm. Whitley. Uh, and there's, there's no denying that. But uh, I got a wonderful band now. Uh, they're from all all parts of the globe and. Uh, we're like one big brotherhood, man. We're just uh, one big family, and we're all itching to get back out there. Uh, you know, you don't realize uh, how 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 much you take something for granted till it's not there. Uh, we've always been able to play our music and run up and down the roads and and uh, and, and count our blessings. But for um, this past year, like I said, it's just been rough on us all. We're just excited to get out there and just uh, just use the talent the good Lord gave us to make music with. I have to ask, how did you get involved with Toby's band early on? How, how, how did you get that? How did all that work? Well, you know, it's kind of crazy the things, way things work sometimes. Uh, in this business, you got to know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody else. And, uh, you know, we were, we were downtown Nashville uh, doing some shows. Uh, Rich came out. My management talked to his management. We need to get this guy's an opening act. And we were close to doing that and uh, when all this hit. And, uh, you know, we uh, missed out on uh, several uh, opening gigs for, for, for way bigger artists than myself uh, when all this hit. But 
Um, you know, when two two people got two different management teams and somebody knows somebody from this management team and somebody knows somebody from that management team in Nashville, that's usually all it takes. Uh, you know, uh, they, they got a great ear for talent up there and and a lot of, a lot of people like Toby and uh, uh, so many different artists, uh, uh, cool. you know, young and some, some of those more traditional sounding artists. I want to take somebody like me out on the road with them because our shows match up. That's awesome. That's awesome. I could actually see you doing something for Toby. I mean, you know, opening up for him. I could actually see you doing that, which would, that would just be heaven for you, I would assume. Yeah, you know, I, I, I met Toby last year. I hung out with him on his bus. We done a show together, me, him, and Gretchen Wilson, and several different artists. Uh, uh, the biggest country music venue in the United States, Belmont, Ohio, with Jamboree in the Hills. Oh, wow, yes. Over 120,000. We were all on that roster. And uh, being that me and Toby were using the same band, I uh, finally got to meet him, got to hang out with him. Uh, what a career he's had, man. Mm -hmm. uh, celebrated 25 years. I should have been a cowboy. And mm -hmm. uh, we were there that night. And it was just awesome to watch him perform and, st and stand back after we opened the show and just watch watch him hone his craft. He's done it for years, man. When, you, when, you, when you're out there with somebody like that, there's a lot that you can learn, you know, and you need to take it all in. Uh, I've had the uh, opportunity to work with so many big name artists and learn so much from those guys. And, uh, you know, to this day, I can't say a bad word about any of them. They've always been nice to me. Uh, and that's one thing I love about country music. There's a mutual mm -hmm. respect between artists, radio, friends, fans. We're all one big happy family. And I think that's awesome. That's absolutely. I've always said that. Oops, sorry, Scott. No, no, that's no. Good. Don't don't say you're sorry. Just talk. I, no, I, uh, I, I have said that a couple times, a couple different podcasts we were on. And I can't express that enough that one of the things that totally attracted myself to country music is it is one big family. And um, I think Brad Paisley had said something a while back and it just really clicked. I mean, you're all the fans are loyal to all the artists and we love everyone and the artists love each other and, you know, they help each other, teach each other and support each other more than anything. And I just, you just don't see that in other genres of music. No. And it's, uh, since you've said that, I'll give you some food for thought. How many different other different genres of music have in the last five or six years uh, swayed over to the countryside? They know they know everybody in Nashville is good people. I mean, there's no denying. They know we're wholesome, we're truthful, what we call good old, good old boys and girls. Yeah. And and people want to be a part of that, you know. And you, you can see it, uh, uh, you know, the CMAs, ACM, everything. You know, people grad gravitate toward country music no matter what genre they're in because I think it's the best genre on the planet. No doubt. Yeah. Bam. Uh -huh. exactly. <laughs> that was exactly very right. well said. Very yeah. well said. <laughs> yeah. I've um I've had the opportunity to work in a different genre of music. Nothing will ever be as good as is where I've been for the last, I don't know, 20, even more than that years. Uh but working on the other side different genre you don't you don't have the relationship with the artist like we have with the country artist it's just not there you hit that right on the head uh shane that you know they don't want to talk to you they don't want to know you they don't they don't care they're there to do and, and i'm sorry i'm gonna piss somebody off in a minute but uh but the, they do the show they get in they get out and they leave you go to a country show and the artists such as yourself it, or even at the level of garth 
he'll take the time to come over and say hello and thank you for being there and just very just very courteous very generous very real just you know just you could tell he's loving what he's doing but he also you know respects you as a person and a human being and thanks you for you know for being at the show and so on and so forth you know take the time to talk to you that's that's the perfect example garth you know i met garth um a few years back and every time i see garth he's just like charlie was man i think there's a whole different kind of mutual respect over the top mutual respect for anybody in that genre uh, garth always walks up he never forgets your name to have somebody as big as he is of his stature uh to remember little old me you know i mean it's just <laughs> awesome man uh, but he, but he knows where he comes from he hasn't forgotten where he come from he knows what it takes and how hard it is to be uh to be garth brooks or, or any country artist out there you know i tell everybody uh, I get one of my most uh, asked questions is what I think about today's country music. I say, hey, we're all talented in a different way. If the good Lord made us all the same, it'd be boring. Right. Well, so take, take your talent, be thankful of it, do the best you can with it, do the right thing with it, and, and just be thankful because, I mean, it can be here today and gone tomorrow. Absolutely. Easy come, easy go. Exactly. Yeah. It happened that way. You know, hey, uh, Christmas is, uh, as we said, just, uh, what is it? How many days? It's less than two weeks. You must know how many days it is. If I was to ask my wife, she'd tell me how many days, how many hours, how many minutes, and we need to get our shopping done. So, (laughs) but uh, is there a particular Christmas song that you prefer to sing? Do you have a favorite or are they all kind of in the same category? Well, I love them all, man. But, you know, I, we, we had the opportunity to go back in and re-record uh, Christmas and Dixie. Me being from the South, one of my favorite countries, Christmas songs growing up. Uh, we re-recorded that song three years ago, put it out on the radio. It was great. Uh, you know, we've got our new Christmas single, Nothing Compares to Christmas, mm-hmm. which I wrote with David and Galen Griffin. It's an uh, awesome Christmas song. Uh, but I love all the standards, man. Silent Night, all that good stuff. And every year, just just to be performing them for the kids this time of year, and, and all the kids getting ready to see Santa Claus. And I'm looking so forward to this show tonight. There's going to be a lot of people here, kids going to get to see Santa Claus, uh-huh. and that's my favorite time of year. So I, I love them all, man. That's so awesome, and 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 I can't wait to see it. I, I'm definitely going to tune in on Thursday night. Uh, it'll be eight to nine Eastern. Is that correct, Deb? Yes, eight to nine Eastern. You know, I get all messed up with all these times because we talk to a lot of different artists. Some are central, some are Pacific, and it's like, <laughs> we have messed that time up here and there. So, but I wrote it down. <laughs> I tell you, another another cool thing the label's done is we went in and recorded different segments, videos of twelve different Christmas songs. So twelve days out, we're gonna we're gonna post on my website uh, starting in the morning. Actually, tomorrow will be the 12 days out, 12 days of Christmas starting in the morning. We're going to post a Christmas song every day up until Christmas Day. And we went and recorded them. We recorded them all here at the Vintage Room. Different, We set up all different uh, locations. Just beautiful, man. So uh, for all our fans out there that love Christmas music, uh, all those classics starting tomorrow will be counted down one every day till Christmas Day. So I wanted to get that in there. I love that. We'll be looking out for that one. Yeah, absolutely. What a great idea. I that's just an idea. It wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who gets credit for that one? Everybody at the label. That's what I'm telling you. I've been fortunate. Keep me straight, man. 
Oh man, I love it. I got to tell you, you know, you're working with a great bunch of people. You've got a great team behind you because I talk to a lot of these people uh, week in, week out. Um, just, just a great bunch of people. You got a great team. I can tell you that from somebody that has to, you know, I take the phone calls and we talk about the artists, but uh, they know how to do it right. And I give them props for at least what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing. You know, they, they work very hard for you, which is cool. I've been uh, so lucky and blessed once again. I know I keep repeating that word, but I have. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. the truth. I've been blessed to have a great team, great tour manager, great family, great support. You guys uh, for doing what you do. I mean, everybody, it takes everybody to make a a guy like me a star. And uh, they just never cease to amaze me. Uh, They always uh, have let me be myself and and, and just, uh, you know, taking upon the talent the good Lord gave me and, and just let me be Shane. And then, and then they stand behind me and, and they come up with wonderful ideas like these 12 days of Christmas and, and, and doing the Facebook live shows. And I've got a great management team. They do all my uh, thinking for me. So at the end of the day, I can just hush and sing. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it easy. Well, to a certain extent, yeah. it, make it, it doesn't take everything away. You still have to be you and do certain things, but yeah, I, that would be great. See, Deb is my manager, so <laughs> no, just kidding. Listen, behind every behind every good man is a good woman. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got my wife for that, but Deb, business wise, uh, you know, she's awesome. So, see, I'm all over the place, and she keeps me like, you know. And afterwards, after we do this, we usually sit down, we talk about what was good, what was, you know, how we can do things better and different, and this and that. But she's always like very business focused. I'm like, yeah, okay. It works out. In the beginning, I was a little nervous about it because I am a little bit too OCD with business stuff, but he's getting to know me pretty good. Listen, that's what what we got to have somebody like you and like my label behind the scenes, keeping me and him straight. But, you know, I'm thinking about writing a new song. I tell everybody and they laugh. Uh, I've been married to the same beautiful woman 23 years. And they say, man, how do you do it? And I just tell them, hey, I put my foot down when she leaves. So everybody, every man out there needs to practice that. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Shane, you know, it's been a pleasure talking to you tonight and getting to know you even a little bit better. Um, We have, we've had conversations in the past, both in Nashville and while you've been on your radio tour and uh, actually you did a show for us. And uh, it's just so good to see you again. And uh, we wish you the best, but we're not going to let you go yet because I have a few questions. We, we always wrap up our podcast with, I'll ask, or I'll have you pick a number between one and 25. And Deb and I have actually put a list of questions together. You just give me one of those numbers and I'll ask the, uh, I got it right here on this little piece of paper. Um, I'll ask the question that corresponds to that number. And you just, well, you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but it's up to you. So the number 10, number 10. All right. For secret services purposes, purposes, what would be your code name? For, For secret service purposes, what would be your code name? Buck, B-U-C-K. <laughs> Good. Deer hunter. I love it. Rednecks. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. All right. Pick another one between 1 and 25. Um, 20. 20. Fried or hot chicken? Fried, man. Mm-hmm. Ah. I'm with Absolutely. you on that one. Absolutely. All right. Do it. Let's do it like just a couple more. Pick Let's go uh, eight. Number eight. Uh, least favorite exercise. Oh, pull-ups. 
<laughs> God, I can't remember the last time I did a pull up. <laughs> do you work out at all? Do you do it? I, I do try to stay in shape. Nothing like I used to. I don't think any of us do used to, but I, I still try to I work out pretty, pretty regularly. You can climb up into that tree stand, right? Yeah, that's a lot of exercise. I climb up and climb down a lot during deer season. <laughs> and you got to build a tree stand and have it up there, and it's always there when you're ready to go back. All right, so uh, let's do uh, two more. Give me another number. Twelve. Oh, this, well, okay. Most adventurous thing you've done that your parents don't know about, but uh, I don't know, you might have to think back a little bit. Is there anything uh, adventurous? It might be a hard one. Man, I, I don't I don't know. I, I'm pretty low key. All right. All right. Well, Better slide. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Uh, let's go uh, 16. Uh, what's the first word that comes to mind? country that's what it's all about baby that's what it's all about traditional country and that sound and your voice that fits the traditional country sounds so very well so that's that's very cool all right one more time you tell everybody your website and uh where they can uh, listen to your music and tell us uh again about the show coming up on thursday before we let you go i just want to make sure everybody gets this okay uh, go to shaneowenscountrymusic.com. That's shaneowenscountrymusic.com. Look forward to seeing everybody. 7 p.m. Central Time, Thursday night, 7 o'clock. A great Christmas show. We're going to throw some uh, traditional country tunes in there, but we're going to do uh, all the old Christmas classics. We're going to have a great crowd here at the Vintage Room downtown, uh, Geneva, Alabama. Uh, we want to wish everybody out there and you guys especially a happy New Year and a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Absolutely. Now that's going to be on your Facebook, correct? So we'll, we'll go live at seven o'clock Thursday night. Just search Shane Owens Facebook and you will pop up. That's yeah. good. Hey, Shane, it's been an honor to talk to you again. It's, it's it, you know, it's so much fun to catch up and uh, you're so blessed. I believe in you, your faith, everything about you is just so down to earth and so real. Uh, again, thank you for joining us. And thank you. Thank you guys for having me. And I, uh, I can't thank you guys enough, you know, for you to take your time out of your day to do this uh, and uh, and ah. share our music with everybody. Uh, we owe you big time, man. Well, it, it it's, goes the other way, too. So mm -hmm. just, just real quick before we let you go, I got to tell you, if it wasn't for artists like you, we wouldn't be where we are on our side. So it, it's a full circle type of thing. Absolutely. You, you help us and everybody's happy and our listeners love it. So we'll keep an eye out for your schedule. Hopefully uh, we can catch you in 2021, either at one of your shows or maybe you'll be in the Northeast. So, or in Nashville or in Nashville because Deb is in Nashville quite a bit. I go on occasion, and uh, maybe after this year, we'll have another CRS. Well, it won't be virtual. And uh, we can do what we need to do. So, Shane, it's a pleasure, my friend. Uh, be careful. Enjoy it. Merry Christmas to you and the fam. And uh, just in enjoy life, my friend, and keep putting out that great music. Thank you all so much. Thank Bye -bye. you. Happy holidays. Bye -bye. You too.